Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a momentous day for America. In a Rose Garden ceremony last night that you heard live on WOKV, President Trump hailing a 52-48 to 48 confirmation vote. Justice Amy Coney Barrett thanking the president for the nomination. It's a privilege to be asked to serve my country. With a formal swearing in uh, behind the scenes, we uh, would imagine, though we may see some photos with the uh, Chief Justice uh, John Roberts at some point later today, WOKV political and legal analyst Rick Mullaney, who sat next to Amy Coney Barrett not long ago, four years ago, at Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute, on the significance of now a ninth justice and now six to three, if you will, conservative edge to the Supreme Court, Rick, pretty significant. Very, very significant, um, Rich. And keep a couple things in mind. One is her youth. She's 48. It makes her the youngest member of the court. And second is her judicial philosophy. She's an originalist. Uh, and by that, I mean she is from the school of, of Judge Scalia, Justice Scalia, and believes that you take a look at the text and the original meaning. And that typically is a little bit on more on the conservative side. She herself doesn't like to use the words conservative or liberal, but use them not in the tech context of party affiliation or ideology, but to describe judicial philosophy. And so, yes, she would be part of that conservative block, which is now 6-3 over the liberal block. Very, very significant in what it means for the future of the court. I mentioned four years ago you were uh, there at Jacksonville University as she spoke for nearly an hour. I'm sure you had a chance to say hello, have some comments behind the scenes. Can you kind of paint the picture of who she is? Oh, it was pretty stunning. I had the great four years ago when she came to Jacksonville University there was just no, this was not on anybody's radar screen. At that time, it was five days before the election. It appeared that Hillary Clinton was going to win five days later. We talked about the Supreme Court. I had the privilege of, of interviewing her. We had a discussion for about 50 minutes. In that discussion, we talked a little bit about Roe versus Wade. We talked about a Burgerfeld, the U.S. Supreme Court case on same-sex marriage. We talked about policy preferences, the role of judge, judges. And because uh, it was such a lengthy discussion on constitutional law and the role of the Supreme Court, that video here at Jacksonville University has really kind of gone viral nationally with over 700,000 views because you had a chance to see her talking about these issues four years ago before being a judge was even on the radar screen. A significant discussion, and I think it actually has been helpful to her uh, in, in getting this confirmation to the U.S. Supreme Court. November 10th, Rick, will have the uh, uh, Affordable Care Act before the Supreme Court, and the issue of severability comes up. At least it did come up in the confirmation hearings. Uh, if you can, when you put on the legal hat, briefly help us understand what the case really centers around, and you know, might she be a critical vote in this case, ultimately? You know, she may end up not being a critical vote, in part because the severability issue is different from when this came before the court in 2012. There, it was the question of whether or not the independent, whether the uh, individual mandate was a tax or was it a penalty and the constitutionality of that. And then you also had the issue of the Commerce Clause, which they said there was not a constitutional basis in the Commerce Clause for the Affordable Care Act. So now the question is, because the individual mandate has now been put at zero, if that's unconstitutional, does the whole act fall or can it go forward? I think she has given a reasonable indication without a promise that she's going to find that to be severable, meaning you can delete it from the statute but uphold the rest of the statute. The likely outcome, I believe, 
is that the Affordable Care Act will be upheld, and you're going to sever out that part of it that is unconstitutional. A closer look at the confirmation vote and the White House Rose Garden event from last night. Jamie Dupree's Washington Insider blog at WOKV.com and a great political and legal analysis from uh, Rick Mullaney at uh, Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 